Good evening, good evening, and welcome back. I know it's been a little break, but um, as promised, we're going to get through this book, and um, we're going to grind it out real quick, so kind of bear with me, and we're going to do this a little bit more expedient than we have in the past. So, the title of this poem is Niggas Must Be Killable before they are killed. The excerpt is, most black people in America today have been psychologically duped into believing that they actually operate according to their own will. These misled perceptions cannot be further from the actual truth. You are indeed in thought and in fact still a slave. And that's an excerpt um, from Niggas to Gods, part one, chapter one, page one. As I said before, if you want to go catch up on the first volume, you are more than welcome to. Ah, I digress. Back to the story. We shall drill this point. Look into your mind for a second. Look at everything you think. Look at everything you do. Look at every word you say. Look at it. Look at it. Don't you know that somebody is making you do what you do? Think what you think and say what you say? I said somebody is making you do what you do. Think what you think and say what you say. You are not in control even though you think you are. Look at the words you choose to use. The way that you choose to act, behave, or move. Look at what you do. Do you really think that you have made these choices alone? Don't you know that someone else is controlling, influencing, and moving all of that? Don't you know that someone else is moving you? You are not in control. When someone else can control what you choose to choose, you are not free. You are the worst kind of slave. A slave who thinks he is free. Pay much attention. You are not in control. You, yes you, are being moved and manipulated like a puppet on a string. You, look at the word, manipulated. There are strings attached coming from the control of one man's hand directly out and into the control center of another man's brains. One man is manipulating another man. You the puppet. And he's the puppet master, the slave master, one mind controlling another. Now, what man is this that stimulates your every thought, therefore pre-plans and predicts your every action? What man is in control of your mind? Where is this man? Who is this man? How is this man doing this? I don't see anybody. Well, let's find out who and how this is. You might not see the visible hand of this man pulling your strings, but he is there. When a man can stimulate your every thought, he therefore preplans and predicts your every action. Pay attention. This science is real. All persons are a direct reflection of their atmosphere. Once again, all persons are a direct reflection of their atmosphere. This means that all persons will unconsciously reflect and imitate their atmosphere. 
imitate the things they see in their atmosphere and even become what they see in their atmosphere. Become their atmosphere. Now, if all persons imitate, become, and reflect what they see in their atmosphere, then this means that the one who creates the atmosphere also creates the personality of the person in that atmosphere. The one who creates the atmosphere creates the thinking, the actions, and the movements of the people who are immersed in that atmosphere. Do you understand this? Now the question you want to ask is, who is that creates and controls your atmosphere? Who is the Lord of your world? Look around you. You might not see your interior decorator face to face, but I'm telling you that somebody has been hanging pictures on the interior walls of your mind. Somebody has been pumping images, pictures, sounds, or in other words, pumping thoughts into your brains. Your mind is not your own. Nope. You are manufactured, son. You are mortal man-made product. Wait, slow down. Hold it. Okay. So you are being manipulated. Yes, you are. But the manipulation itself is not the bad part, no? That is not the bad part. What is the bad part is who you are allowing yourself to be manipulated by. That is what is bad. That is what is bad. See, as men, or rather as minds on the planet, we all will be guided by the force of other minds that are more developed than our own. That is natural, and it should be. When we are born, we are first guided by our mother's mind. Then we move on to others' minds that will guide us onto higher and more specific realms of mind development. All throughout life, there are minds wiser than us that guide us, as we also guide other minds that have not developed to the level of even our own minds. Natural. So manipulation is not bad within itself, but the question that you want to scream at yourself is who, who, who? do you allow to manipulate or guide you? Who do you allow to influence your thoughts, your actions, and your direction of life? Who are you being moved by? A righteous mind or an evil, wicked mind? You are automatically going to be moved by some mind, but whose mind? Are you guided by those who have your best interest at heart or by those who are your enemy, by those who hate you? by those who don't give a damn about you, by those who would rather see you dead, your enemy, who is really running your show. Do you want an answer? All that you have to do is look at your atmosphere. Atmosphere is in the pictures, images, sounds, therefore the thoughts that surround it encircle you. Who painted the imagery on the walls and ceilings that encase the thinking of your own brains? Did you put it there? Or is it someone who gives a damn about your life? that put it there. What do you see all around you? If all that you see around you are the images and sounds of the stupidity of death, then who painted it there? Who painted it there that your own mind may be able to reflect the images that it did not even choose to affix its naively impressionable gaze upon? Who is in control of the mind of the so-called nigger? Your enemy is who? Your enemy is who your enemy is. Nigger is a manufactured state of mind. Nigger handcrafted by your enemy. 
niggas made and manufactured in the USA from the finest raw materials imported directly from Africa. They call it human resources. So now that you are no longer resourceful to the economics of America, you are human waste. No longer an asset, but a liability. So what is done with unreformed, unresourceful, unrecycled waste, it is dumped and destroyed. But before you are thrown away, black man and black woman, your enemy must make it appear to the world that you are indeed nothing but garbage. This is how you are being made, manufactured, and prepared for murder. Your murder. Prepped for the kill. You. Yes, your enemy must first make you killable before he kills you in front of the whole world. This is the plan at hand. Better pay good attention to this with some focused, serious thought. Your enemy seeks to manufacture you into a nigger. You, you black man, you, as an individual person, you must be made into a no-good nigger before the eyes of the world. Why? Because a no-good subhuman beast is despicable, hateable, contemplatable, and most of all, killable. You must be made killable before you are killed, that it may be justifiably homicide before the eyes of the world. You must be made and manufactured into that which nobody would mind seeing killed. You must be made to be useless to yourself and useless to society. This is happening right now. You must be made to appear ignorant, stupid, and an inferior, an inferior to all humanity. You must be made to look like a threat to all society. You must look like the lowest scum and scourge of the earth. Then and only then will even your own mother call for your death. You are being set up. You are being made this way, prepared for death, marked for execution. Every black man is public enemy number one, guilty by association. America is finished with her slaves, and she never intended on letting them go free for fear that they would one day rise and retaliate. She has no more use for her slaves, and she never wanted them to be used again by any other nation, and definitely not to be used nor useful to them own slaves. Her slaves are no longer a usable resource, but rather a problematic burden to her. She is finished with their black bodies. She now wants to dump her human waste, you and all of your family, into a mass grave of death, as if you never existed. But how can she dump you or kill you without the whole world retaliating against her, therefore losing her delicate political control over the whole world? How can she do this without looking like the devil savage beast that she is? And always has been. She will craft you to appear as the devil savage beast instead. She will take you like clay between her fingers and make you into a savage nigger beast. She will make shape, manipulate, and manufacture your wasted mind into an uncivilized, wild, ignorant, violent, murderous, threatening, animalistic, savage beast of a human being. Then, then she will feel justified to catch you kill you or cage you catch that beast kill that beast cage that beast 
America has courageously saved the world from the nigger savage, from the savage nigger beast. She wants the world to applaud your murder. And damn, is you falling for the trap or what? I said, is you falling for the trap or what, black man? The setup before the murder, extermination of the black male, the assassination of God. Remember, the formula for a public assassination is always this. The character assassination always precedes the physical assassination. Never forget that. Black man, black woman, your enemy got you right where he wants you. He wants you ignorant. He wants you wild. He wants you worthless to yourself and anybody else. He wants you stupid. He wants you uncivilized. He wants you savage. He wants you killable so that he can kill you. And that's right where he has you. Now, what in the hell are you going to do about it? Is you going to raise this fool up off you or what, huh? In order to do that, you must raise his foolishness up off you. You're going to raise up into that which respectable or continue to get punked and pimped in his plans to kill your life away. What you going to do? What in the hell is you going to do? Stop. Think. And that's the end of the poem. Um, basically, what he's saying is something that I've preached at nauseam to a lot of my um, constituents and peers. It's kind of funny to me that, you know, hip hop is a booming genre, but hip hop is only allowed for a certain age group. And once you're past a certain age, it's, oh, you're old. Even though when you're old, when you're older, you're pretty much doing what you're supposed to do. So instead of what we have going on in our culture, which is older people that want to be like young people, that's only prevalent in, in black culture. No other culture is like that. Don't believe me? Look it up. Find some Asians that's, uh, they they don't they don't pay attention to the elders. Find Germans that every culture learns from the elders except our culture. Our culture is uh, I'm young. You don't know what that's been like. When in actuality, we've all been young and we all know what it's been like. The point is, is the youngsters are supposed to learn from the older generation. Therefore, they won't make the same mistakes. So in other words, our generation made a lot of mistakes with getting money earlier. So if they was listening to what we was telling them, then they should be young owners at 21, 22, and 23 because we've been given the game time. And it's going to be their job when they get older to give the game to the young people because regardless of how they feel, you're going to get older. And when you get older, guess what? You're looked down upon like, oh, okay, you the old fuddy-duddy. When in actuality, you the one that's been through it, you got the experience. As far as the um, the bringing down the character of a man, I've been, I mean, if you watch any type of criminal case, that's the first thing they do, especially a racial one. They'll go back and, oh, he was arrested for this and this and that, and it has nothing to do with the case at all. What they're doing is they're breaking down his character. See, 
you have to have a strong, strong mind to uh, to hear that and say, okay, I understand that he did this, that, and the third, but that has shit to do with with where what this case is on right here. Because what they'll try to do is they'll try to manipulate you. They'll throw a distraction or a decoy, expect you to look that way, and that's when they hit you with a quick one. That's that. That's that. Woo, shake and move real quick. You gotta watch them. People that got fast tongues, they slick like that. You got to, uh, you got to watch them because they will try to get your mind distracted, and that don't mean that don't have nothing to do with nothing. But case in point, that's been going on. They'll destroy your character to the public, and then that makes it okay to the public. Trayvon Martin was 16, and people was okay that a grown-ass man couldn't manhandle a 16-year-old child. But because he was black, he's like Black Panther, I guess, and a superhero. So it's no way... Uh, Zimmerman could have held him down without shooting him because he's a savage nigga beast. See what I'm saying? The narrative is the same. And it's not going to change until we address it and we make a change. We are not to be stereotyped. We are all not the same. Until we can get that out, then... Nothing's going to change. Things are going to remain the same. And that's not where we need to be. We need to start seeing change. We need to start seeing some type some type of hope for the future. But um, I'll get off the soapbox for now. Just want y'all to know I'll be back dropping these poems. Hopefully daily. If not daily, every other day. But I'll definitely be more active. If you have any questions, hit me up, Twitter, at Senegal Mike. Snap me. Um, hit me up on Facebook. If you need to find a link, hit me up. I'll drop it to you. Be safe. One love. And remember, no one is free when others are oppressed.